Hello? Can anyone hear us? Is this you? Hi, can you hear me? Cashin. Hi, can you hear me? Okay, so today Better? is as difficult as ever. If you are hearing us fiddle with our microphones, it's a lot like we're fiddling with our lives. So, but I'm... <laughs> I know. I, it's a hard day to be happy because uh, what happened, Cashin? What's going on in the real world out here? <laughs> today, by the way, I'm going to try to get this edited today. So it's going to come out tomorrow, which will be the 1st of April, which is we're the biggest fools on April Fool's Day. Yeah. Because we're the idiots. Everyone's a fool. Like, this whole situation is foolish. Like, um, it's stupid. So, okay, what has uh, happened? Because originally, when this all started back on March 17th, which will be three weeks tomorrow, by the way, um, it's really upsetting because they're like, cool, 30 days, going to be May se- or April 17th. Mm-hmm. And now I hear it's April what? 30th. So yeah. it's going to be May. Yeah, it's we have gotten confirmation that the president has decided to extend the social distancing restrictions to April 30th, which means more than likely we won't be able to reopen April 17th, which is really fun because hardly anybody has been able to get unemployment. Uh, small ba- uh, Our banks aren't even giving us loans. We literally just got off the phone with the bank and it was the most ridiculous conversation oh I think I've God. ever heard on the planet. Okay, I just if you own a business or if you make any not any real money cuz I feel like when you get to the million dollar mark in life it's not really that impressive especially at like the volume like we've had to triumph to be here many many years and I'm like just at a certain point in your life you would expect a bank and we bank with a major institution and I won't say the name because you know we are not in the Bank of Canada if you know what I mean. So it's upsetting because you call them, you process a lot of money through them every single year. Uh, you pay all these fees, all these, you know, mandations, all these insurances. And then you're like, okay, hey guys, like, are you giving payroll protection? Are you providing small business advances? Are you employing any of these opportunity that the CARES Act has put out? And what did they say to me? Uh, they said that you are more than able to provide your documentation, but there's nothing they can do with it until Yes, I later. believe I was instructed to gather my documents. I never yes, in the history have has a financial advisor said, please gather your documentation, of which I've had to gather my entire, like, who doesn't have these documents? We just needed to go to a business class or something. But these are something that I have to reconcile at the end of every year. So the fact that they're asking me for payrolls, the fact that they're asking me for tax returns, all these things are done because it's March. So I'm like, I'm confused on what gathering I'm going to be doing today because all I'm gathering is less patience for you. Yeah. So basically this rant is just to say like, hey guys, if you're struggling and you haven't really received any answers from, you know, the bureaucratic agencies, uh, we feel your pain. We really do. Um, it's really frustrating and everyone's really struggling. Um Trying to keep a positive outlook during these times is pretty hard. Um, I know that everyone's kind of been seeing different companies say, oh, my God, stay positive. You should read. You should run. You should write. You should do a DIY project. And it's like, I get it. Like, those things are great if you're a relaxed person. I, for one, am not. I don't, like, easily relax. Um, So, yeah. And not just that. I think it's so awkward that such sophisticated people in the media – 
uh, don't understand, or I guess, you know, my dad's generation of 76 is like, I'm sorry, what day, what day is this? They have hunches about medicine. They have, you know, they're very confused. And I've been looking at all of, you know, what is even on the daily show with Trevor Noah right now. I mean, he's sitting in his house with his little bean head and just hanging out. And it's like, this is our new life. Like I just really had a hard time this weekend because I moved by the way, cash and I moved. I know. So you moved into your parents' house. I did with absolutely no, no primetime television happening. Yeah. I'm like staring at a wall and my, my poor mom, my mom's been so good to me. You guys, I can't even tell you, like she's so nice. And the other fun part is my aunt moved into my house. So you can imagine how that went for me. Uh, it's funny because she's blind and she's like, there's no light in here. And I'm like, yes, Diana, because you're blind. But yeah, <laughs> that's for my stand up. Not, not to not to not to stray. But if you are new to the scene of what's happening in the apocalypse outside or you're not actually having to participate in it to the fullest extent, good for you. But if you're not up to date, the CARES Act was recently put out, which is this relief, I guess, act or a stimulus which I don't know. Can we just talk about the difference between a stimulus and a replacement check? Because in accounting, those two things are very different. Mm-hmm. Like stimulus is to give more money to encourage spending. Mm-hmm. This is to replace money they forced us to lose, mm-hmm. which is technically a replacement payment, correct? Sure. Okay. So math doesn't make sense. Yeah. In the apocalypse, apparently one plus one does not equal two here. Yeah. Whenever somebody gets a check, let me know. Like I would love a check. Me too. Any checks. Me too. Made payable to Cashton if you would like. To we can pay you an unopened cleansers and yeah. <laughs> moisturizers and jelly masks. We still have a pretty good amount of jelly masks left. Um, yeah. So as a company, Taylor and I are really trying. You know, I think that we're held together by whatever bubbles are made of. Um, we are really <laughs> trying. Yeah, <laughs> air and like very uh, thin layers are really like about to burst, but um. Yeah, basically this is carpaccio thin this is oh yeah beef carpaccio thin is like how we are right now it is really stressful it's really um it's really humbling I think more than anything I think everyone's kind of been in the groove and you know this whole coronavirus uh forced closures have really diminished people and their businesses and a lot of people were really in the groove of things and um it's really hard to see um, Taylor and I have just kind of been trying to keep a sense of normalcy by coming into the clinic, uh, you know, Monday through Friday, 11 to three, just trying to fulfill any product orders, uh, answer any questions our patients have about membership and like reopening. And it's just been, I don't know. I don't know. We're trying to keep a sense of routine, but it's one. It's our hard. patients are super gangster, by the way, like mm-hmm. the amount of ideas that these patients have given us in trying to get into this clinic. They're like, Okay, but like, what if one of me and a friend come at different times, oh, yeah. and then Dorinda can come into the back, and then Finessing. I'm like, oh, it's like a little Botox speakeasy. House calls, Literally. like this. It, people are like, so you're not going to be offering Botox in the house, like it's so funny. Those or like, girls oh, are down. Like, what about just by appointment only? I'm like, no, we can't like, like risk our service providers down. to this. Yeah, I know. I can't <laughs> risk my dad's medical license for this. For for not anyone. I know it's so upsetting because we really want to provide service more than you even want it. So and it's more just... than that, like I too really need Botox and I too really need filler. Like I'm, we're all in the same boat with you guys. Like I can't. Well, you might be getting your prayers answered because we've been quarantined now for three weeks. Cashin and I are not sick. Thank 
the Lord above. And um, we are actually going to be starting our training program soon. Mm -hmm. So you may get your little wish fulfilled because we might be getting all the Botox and fillers while we're waiting in exile. (laughs) Um, Mainly we want to start educating nurses and physicians or nurses and I guess medical practitioners because you can be from a different state and depending on your state regulation, you can get into some of our training. And we're just trying to do this for... Yeah, the medical field, um, and they're going to be able to learn how we started and kind of the basics to aesthetic medicine, and we'll see how it goes. You know, Cashin and I are doing that Ross and Rachel pivot with the couch. We are definitely pivoting as a business, and, you know, if you listen to us and you guys are also, like, content creators, if you guys own small businesses, if you're part of a large business, like, please share with us what you guys have been doing to be industrious during this time. It's really interesting. It's really forcing people out of – a out of their comfort zone but b out of a really a context that nobody was prepared for so um it'll be interesting to see not only how rose but also just companies in general are going to be creatively thinking during this time and how they're going to troubleshoot something like this down the road um weird weird times weird times i'm okay with it because like we'll be able to tell our children about you know, I'm hoping I say this like with such candor, but I'm like, this is probably not even going to be the craziest thing that happens to us. I literally was sitting in my car the other day um, because, well, I had to drop off my car. That's another thing that's really fun happening to me. There's something wrong with it. Uh, so I had to drop it off. And then uh, I was just thinking like, oh my God, I'm 27 and like this is happening and like there's already so much going on and it's like this the craziest thing may not only be this. Like, what else is going on? Like, I just can't. Like, I, know. I don't know. <laughs> and, you know, Sarah, Dean's friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. She's just, like, been so diligent um, about, you know, living in England and washing her hands and, like, doing all this stuff. And apparently it's, like, just not in America either. She's like, it's insane over here. It's so crazy. Oh, it's everywhere. And, you know, she can't see her parents. Like, they wave through the window at each other. And, you know, she has to sit alone in a house in the middle of England. And I'm like... You know, they're talking about food shortages. They're talking about, like, having to limit these tr- travel. Like, I just can't even believe it. Oh, yeah. So, I'm like, I'm hoping this is the craziest thing to us. And I'm hoping, like, no one gets it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But it's just, at the end of the day, um, I'm prepared. I'm preparing. And I'm happy to be alive. And I'm very interested to be alive during these times. Because I think it's just not everybody's born in an interesting time, Cashton. Um, yeah, but I'm really the meme where it's like, I'm really tired of being part of a major historical event. Like I, (laughs) I just want to go to Disneyland. Like I just want to go to a concert with my friends. Like, and I know that's really selfish, but I also think that like when people are uncomfortable or they feel like they need to escape, there's all these outlets that are now no longer available to anybody. Like people can't go to the gym. They can't go to the beach. They like can't go to a theme park. They can't have a, you know, an outing with their friends. Like it's a really hard time to stay mentally sound and, you know, to not have a clear indication of when that's going to lift is like daunting, I think on everybody. Well, I'm going to basically be documenting how we keep happy. Yeah. Um, I've already told you, I'm going to start videoing my parents more like aggressively. My mom is like, you can't aggressively be filming. And I'm like, I will aggressively be filming, filming yeah. you without I think your knowledge. Everyone should be caught as how they are. Me yeah. too. I'm very excited. Um, and I'm also excited to film me cooking because my dad cooks and I learned obviously how to cook. I know no one believes me, but I'm actually a phenomenal cook. Oh, I've had your cooking. 
Um, and I want to film that. So I might have like a little weird website. I can't be one of the food bloggers. Like it's not going to be pretty, you guys. It's going to be slapdash. It will not be branded. It's just going to be basically like my notebook for display. But I want to do that and film some of it and my parents included. So that is going to be something that I keep myself busy with. Um, I know Cashin is hopefully going to also, once a little bit of funding comes through, be working on rebranding the brush soap. Uh, brush soap, ironically, through this entire time has been doing us very well, awkwardly. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely going to be collaborating a little bit more creatively as we push forward with loans. Um, in my personal life, um, I started collecting some donations and supplies for the local homeless shelters. Um a lot of the Catholic shelters were forced to shut down after somebody had tested positive for coronavirus. So for those of you who don't live in Nevada, um, a lot of these people are displaced and sleeping literally on the pavement um, outside of stadiums. So it's really heartbreaking. So, um, you know, even though everyone's kind of going through it right now, it's there's someone who really has absolutely nothing. So it's been really cool to see what people can pull together and what they want to donate and how eager people are to help. So um keeps me from feeling sorry for myself and also kind of helps out people who have really, really been uh, on the fringes of society who are now even further displaced. Um so yeah, that's keeping me busy for this week. And for Which the is such a normal week. thing. I think we are all learning ways to give back and I know you and a couple of friends have chosen different ways I think once we have a better look and grip on the future we'll all have to figure out I mean the healthcare workers too really scare me I mean homeless has been a huge issue especially where we're located downtown in Las Vegas you know I think they're sleeping at Cashman right they're sleeping outside of Cashman uh field yeah Yeah. so they and again for people who don't know what that is it's very close to where our clinic is located in Vegas so um, you know, some of these people are sleeping just on the pavement or they're sleeping on very thin towels. Um, some people have children with them. So it's really, it's really hard to see. And it, the weather has been terrible. I know we don't live on the East coast, but it does get cold here and it's been incredibly windy. So, uh, these conditions aren't really ideal. So yeah, not too fun. And that's the concern. Uh, we're just seeing really how underdeveloped we are as a nation in the mm-hmm. sense of response to things. And I think, you know, I'm not a politically, you know, swayed person in partisanship, but I do know like the basic belief of taking care of people within community doesn't have to be religious or political. And I just am very sad that as a taxpayer and as a person who has to participate in society at all, um, you know, the government isn't as strong as we thought it was. Um, and it's not really responding in the fashion that we thought it was, but I think it's surprising that the community is mm-hmm. and that people are taking initiative and it's personal initiative. It's not just, yeah. you know, like, Oh, over here for show. And you know, these are things people are doing in very close scenes, not on Instagram, not on live. Like we don't need to do all that. It's just pull together as a community where you can. Uh, and it's not even like, Hey, you need to have a million dollars to help somebody like Kylie Jenner. It's like, you can just buy sleeping bags offline and hand them out to people who are cold at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and the children thing bothers me too, because a lot of these kids are eating and I know yeah. there's a lot of amazing, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a lot of amazing school food programs. So make sure you look those up. I know on like a few of the media shows, like Jimmy Fallon and stuff, they're doing like these food pantries. So I know on, yeah. there's like links to them all around. I wish I was better prepared as the Chronicles go on. We'll be a little bit. I'll look into some things like sham or scam for like charities and donations. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, as somebody who used to be part of a 501c3, which is a charity, um, 
not not the one that I worked for in particular, but some of the other ones that we had come into contact with, like there is a saying that's called uh, there is no profit like nonprofit. So be really careful when you guys are donating any items. Um, if it's an unknown charity to you, um, if it's not something that's going directly to the recipient, or if you don't have a clear and direct uh, line of sight from the charity to the uh, recipient, just make sure that you guys are doing your research on that. Like I'm personally buying the items and handing them to the homeless youth uh, center. They're getting it directly. So, and everyone who sent me money gets a screenshot of the order of, you know, what they've purchased on their behalf. So it's very, not that I'm asking for money. I'm definitely not. I'm actually a little overwhelmed. I know. You've um, gotten really inundated because you were trying to do a nice thing and a few friends like jumped in and then it's like become this whole thing. And that's kind yeah. of like the problem. Make sure whoever you're donating to also um, can accept those donations because mm-hmm. not every donation that you have for somebody is able to be given to that particular demographic because also they were saying like oh unless you have 2800 sleeping bags you can't give them to cashman right now because they'll stab each other for sleeping bags and i'm like oh my god we're like in a place where like even people can't even have partial things because it's just lord of the flies over there yeah so um you know i know that a lot of people are really rallying together um you know everyone's really focused on helping out the elderly which is incredible um you see these really moving images of people clapping for their uh health workers when they go to work or, you know, having these really fun set up for them or these free, uh, like Krispy Kreme did free donuts for them. Um, you know, just really nice things that the community's doing. So whatever you can do, do your part. And, you know, whether that looks like giving socks to a homeless youth uh, center, or if it's a sleeping bag to somebody, or whether it's just literally helping out your neighbor do things that kind of take the focus and emphasis of the negativity that you might be feeling, you know, take it off of you and, put into something positive if you can. Totally. And uh, Dean actually on that note went to Fresno, California today and had to go into a hospital where there was positive cases of COVID-19. So if you know healthcare workers and you know people who are risking their lives to better our community, even at work, I mean, grocery store workers, they're saying that the Costco and Henderson might have COVID. I'm like, this is just everywhere now. People are risking their day-to-day function, their day-to-day lives every single day. Um, And it's sad and crazy. And I know it's not what anybody truthfully wants to do um but it's just you know some people have that sacrificing spirit like i said we asked dean last a couple episodes ago like hey like why do you do this he's like i don't know i just do it like you help your community yeah and if you're new to the podcast and you don't know who dean is that is taylor's husband and he was the first person to be interviewed on the you know new coronicles miniseries um and he actually has to go into hospitals and help them with their um telemetry systems exactly i was going literally was going to call it triage and i'm like wait that's not the word uh, (laughs) telemetry correct correct hospital setting word yes uh but yes it is where they have to monitor people's lives and you know it's interesting to see the health demographic first of all if you keep seeing the word ppe it's personal protective equipment i just everybody keeps saying that and i'm like if you don't know what the word ppe is Um, but they struggle getting these you know equipments i had hazmat suits shipped to our house i'm like what in the world i had no idea my mom opened it she's like oh it's so cute um, and it's just like, it's, it's the nature of these games, you know, it's just, this is what I, I never thought I'd be sitting in my home and, you know, my husband's company would be sending PPE gear to the house so that he could attend his job. Um, but this is the time we live in now and it's all about adaptation and 
pivoting and not just with business because Cash and I sit here every day and we're very concerned about our family as a business. You know, we're like, how are, how are, how is everybody going to get rehired? You know, we're worried about opening to full capacity. What if they don't give us loans? And really we just have to quiet all of that because not even the bank knows. So I'm like, well, yeah. if the bank doesn't know, I don't have to know either. I'm so sorry. Like the IRS is shut down. I can't call them at all. Like, and I'm like, if the IRS can be done, me too. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm out. I got to go. I'm going to take a nap for 30 days. And when the government chooses to reopen, we can start to negotiate terms about what life needs to be because hopefully then we may know how to respond to a pandemic. But until then, I'm not, I can't say I'm shocked. I really can't. You know what I mean? I mean, this is what you get with a reality star president and, (laughs) you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger as a governor. So I'm like, welcome to what that means. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. And it's not even, like I said, a partisan thing. It's just the unpreparedness in every level. Yeah. I mean, even the stimulus, $2 trillion, you guys, $2 trillion with a T. Mm-hmm. And they thought about it for seven days, like eight days. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, hi, people are dying and bleeding over here. Yeah, absolutely. And like, you know, hospitals don't have respirators. And that's another really interesting thing at the, the rate that these manufacturers are having to pivot like tesla and dyson want to make respirators mm-hmm. and i'm like oh well how do you fda approve a respirator in under one year with no clinical trial and i suppose it's just via like the government sending an acceptable schematic and they just produce what's already on paper but i'm like wow we've really entered a world where no one wants to drive elon's cars and everybody's going to want his breathing devices mm-hmm. i'm like well yeah how we have changed i'm going to do a series of photos um i'm going to drive around one of these weekdays and take a picture of everything with boards on it Yeah, it's really crazy. Um, Again, if you're not from Vegas and you haven't already seen what the aftermath of, you know, the closures look like on the Strip, it's really crazy. I mean, I was born and raised here, as was Taylor, so I've never seen the Strip not have a peep. You know, there's nobody on it. There's police on the corners just to obviously make sure people don't uh, loot the casinos. But casinos are completely dark. Um, There are signs, uh, like the electronic signs that are out of, like, Cosmo, Bellagio, etc. The whole building's dark. No, yeah, but they just say, like, you know, we miss you, we can't wait to have you back. Um, It's really sad. It's really crazy as a local to see something like that and to see, like, the unfinished uh, stadium and stuff like that. It's just like, oh, wow, like, they really halted. um, And who knows if even Raiders are starting here next year now. Mm -hmm. We don't even know. Like, that's just the thing. It's so much unknown at this point, and I'm like, it's just for human safety and humanity. Um, And I think that's, like, a really big point for all of us. We've always, like, lived what we want to do, what we are going to do, what all of this means. And it's like, okay, what happens when the government takes everything from you? Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's not really the paradigm this generation or the generations before us have ridden on until they can't control something like biochemical warfare. So not that I think this is biochemical warfare. I actually think this is just pandemia. And I think this is just like what happens when people are not prepared for some of the worst things in the world. If you're a Bible believer, you know, like it's, this is like talked about consistently through history. Um, and that's like, you know, what it is. So I'm. Yeah. But I mean, also like pandemics aren't unique to today. You know, no. like they're, I mean, the reality is, is that whether or not it's in a Bible, it's like, you're going to get a bunch of people together and you're going to continue to populate. It's going to happen. It's like inevitable. Like, no, but I mean, back in Bible times, I mean, there wasn't a cure. There was no Donald Trump. There was no, totally. like, you know, even even how people responded to this, this was a concept of, you know. I think people are predictable. People surviving. Yeah. No, people mean, are predictable in people. times of these, or times like these. Nature's predictable more than anything. I think that's more than, you know, true as the sun comes up and it sets welcome to life whether you know whatever you believe it's like that is fact 
Mm-hmm. So it's just right now, fact is a lot different than we expected in our alternate realities. And I'm just like, wow, like how do people used to deal with it? Even in the 1800s, right? Or the early 1900s when this happened? Like how, how are people, flu. how was this going on? What were they doing to deal with people then? Much like getting $1,200 checks, really? No, no one's getting $1,200 checks. <laughs> oh no, but I mean, if we even got ours, that'll be, L-O-L-L. what are we going to see? And I, like, I just don't Same believe it. The people in the Spanish flu. Yeah, I just don't believe it, so. No, and it's this is the first, I think, pandemic of this nature that also has social media attached. Well, that too. I mean, it's it's a very, it's a, something that's very archaic. Like, sickness is not new, but social media obviously is. So, like, the hysteria that's able to be spread, the misinformation that's able to be spread, huh. even the amount of correct information that gets really drowned out by opinion and, you know, really exaggerated facts or just you know, nonsense. Um, and then, you know, we also have that it's dual nature. I mean, we all get to connect with each other because of it. It's like, you know, I can talk to my friends who live in England who are also like, yeah, we're on shutdown. I can talk to my aunt in France. And she's like, yeah, I made cinnamon rolls today. And like, I haven't worked in 45 days, you know, it's just kind of crazy. So like, you do feel that sense of community because there are people all over the world kind of experiencing what we're experiencing. Um, David, uh, my boyfriend, literally said the other day that from space you can see the mass graves that Iran are digging um, via satellite because of coronavirus. So, you know, this is something that's touched uh, every corner of everywhere. And um, how we choose to navigate through that is obviously up to us. Um, Staying decent and staying sane is going to be a little bit harder, I think, as time goes on. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, very interesting. I'm okay. I'm okay with the fact that we all have each other at this time. Yeah. And I'm also okay that no one knows what's happening because it makes me feel a little bit better about not knowing what's happening. You know, I mean, hey. Me, I'm like, have to be idiots. I'm like, this is like my worst nightmare. I'm like, so nobody knows. I know. No one has an answer. I know you have a problem with this type of behavior. I, because <laughs> for me, I'm like, I have been just so obsessed my whole life before this particular business with controlling every detail of everything and I think I'm just tired like it's just too much you know I don't know what's gonna happen I have all of my best intentions all of my goals but I'm like the bank can't even take my already gathered documents I'm like I have already gathered I've gathered they have been gathered past tense so yeah I mean like no one's gonna know and I don't think like they're gonna be throwing us out onto streets I don't think they're gonna be ruining our credit I don't think unemployment's going to know better for 30 to 90 days. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just glad that, like, nobody knows because it makes me feel, like, as equally disenfranchised as every other human being that's going through this. Sure. Minus a celebrity right now. Also, did you see that, like, the other day that celebrities are getting a lot of the hatred on the internet because they're getting tested? Like, you either have to be a celebrity and pay something like $35,000 to be tested. It's how much a test for coronavirus is privately right now. uh, Or be dying. You have to be displaying vast symptoms. And then they still send you home and make you be alone. Crazy. Mm -hmm. And even healthcare workers that have infected their children and stuff like that. They're like, oh, sorry. I'm like, isn't that work comp? And then your kid now, don't even make me sad. I'm like, we're going to be dealing with this economic ramification for the next 25 years. A lot of people are getting sued. Yeah. They have to. (laughs) Well, I mean, just for your ill preparedness. So I think that's how legislation changes. That's basically the whole concept of democracy. So I'm like, yeah, people have to get sued because they don't know better. And now you all know better. Mm-hmm. And if another pandemic comes, you all know that you had to have $400 million in a bank account. Mm-hmm. And you make have to make me pay $3.80 more a month. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. Yeah. But no one was prepared. And people are driving Bentley still. 
Yeah. So, you know, I'm not seeing executives getting decreases. I'm seeing a lot of like, oh, you don't have to disclose where the money goes for a while and it can go to 500, you know, top 500 corporations. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, but they're essential because the banks are still open. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's my rant for the day. Yeah. Um, so I know that this was like more of a ranty one. Yeah, it's uh, ranty vibes. It's ranty vibes. But I think that the next one that we do, which is hopefully going to come out on Friday, is going to be more pop culture. There's so much going on on the internet right now, and I want to do a fun, lighthearted version um, of this instead of us just sitting here being upset with ourselves. And we're mainly <laughs> upset with ourselves today, one, because it's been a day of having to apply for all of these um, types of programs that are now out. And then on top of that, we were told that, you know, there probably will be a significant delay from that April 17th. So hopefully tomorrow we will feel better about this. But in the meantime, we're going to do some research on what's happening. I really want to talk about what's going on with, you know, some of the things that we thought were going to be at. Like we saw Drake's kid for the first time on the internet. Oh, the in pop culture. Yeah. yeah. I want to do pop culture. So it'll totally be fun. fun. We'll be doing our research and then, um, I'm hope, also hoping to have a couple of these segments on how you can help yourself um, through some of these things. I know as time goes on and people are giving us a little bit more answers, like businesses are getting answers a little bit before, I think, like the general population. So we want to keep you guys like on what's going on and how you can like protect yourselves or like what you can do in your downtime because apparently we have 30 more days <laughs> starting tomorrow on April's Fool's Day. That's the biggest April Fool's joke ever. Yeah. Can't Just wait. Just kidding. Um, 13 more days. Yeah, I can't. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we will be back soon. We're going to try and do these, uh, if not every single day, every other day, uh, something to that effect. Taylor has been really great at stepping up to the plate and like learning how to edit our podcast until we can afford our editor again. Yeah. And I just (laughs) really think it's our opportunity to be a little bit more like, communicative and raw Mm -hmm. you know and I'm like well I'm not a new professional editor I haven't figured out music yet I'm so close gosh I'm hey I believe you um but also I really want to find some sponsors that are going to need some help through this Mm -hmm. time so we're going to be introducing new sponsors and I have to figure out how to like intermix commercials so for now we're just going to talk about holy dose for two seconds and then I will figure out transitions in the next Three days. Yeah. <laughs> um, but on a serious note, you guys, uh, Holy Dose, who is our sponsor, we've talked about them a lot. Um, we've even had Gina Holzer on as a guest. Um, we really do believe in what we uh, pitch on this show. Uh, nothing in our clinic is anything that, you know, or we use everything that we have to offer in our clinic. We really believe in the products that we represent and that we uh, sell. So Holy Dose is a great way to boost your immune, immune system during this time. Um, please please, please do what you can to keep your guys, uh, safe, to keep you guys as safe. I don't even know how to I do this. I liked it all. That was you just guys so safe. honest. Yeah. Uh, well, it's true. Uh, you guys need to keep your insides and outsides pretty. Uh, I know that the 30 day extension means 30 more days without seeing your hair lady, your nail lady, your wax lady. Um, it's going to be a little hard out here, but that might be a fun experiment too. Like if you order a holy dose like today and you get it like mm-hmm. by April 2nd or whatever, you could totally like do 30 days. Yes, absolutely. Take your pictures before and afters a lot. Uh, we do have a discount code for you guys. They have a lot of different flavors. I actually am going to tell you my favorite, Cashin, because I've been drinking a lot of at-home things, and mm-hmm. it's the unflavored. I'm oh, yeah. adding unflavored powder from Holy Dose into my macchiato um, that I make with this weird little machine that Dean got me. Yes, and she does. She has it every day. so fun, and I have it every day, and my nails are 
done. They're toast. But it's not because of holy dust. It's because I moved. But my hair, if you've noticed some of our videos, has been getting a lot of little baby hairs. Mm -hmm. So test it out. Uh, Tasha, what's our code for them? So if you guys go to holydose.com, that's W-H-O-L-Y-D-O-S-E.com. Uh, use promo code DUROSE at checkout for 10% off your order. It's D-E-U-X-R-O-S-E.com. Oh my God. Yep. Just it's just DuRose. I'm so sorry. You guys, no I can. It's just no.com. It's just DuRose. <laughs> if you have problems um, with that code, let Cash and I or Holy Dose customer service know. They're so responsive. Gina's amazing with that company. So yeah. thank you for listening to this commercial because ultimately, you know, that's... I can't do the transitions yet. <laughs> yeah. So we had to just really piece it into our natural conversation. And you guys are champs for uh, staying with us. And I promise next episode is going to be a little bit more upbeat. Uh, we will cover pop culture. Like, I promise we won't be depressed We're not witches. Be moany and complaining brats, uh, rain clouds. So uh, yeah. Thanks All right, for guys. listening. We'll catch you in approximately one day and cash in on Wednesdays. Oh, on, every day. On every day. On every day. We, we drink, drink pink. pink. <laughs>